Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morenzi, and I'm on a grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We're also on the clock uh, right now. Uh, we've got an NFL game, an NBA game, and an NHL game. We've got Major League Baseball games. There might be uh, some MLS games, but I don't care. I'm done uh, with that league. Uh, but uh, bring it on. Thursday night uh, football. The Cleveland Browns host the Cincinnati Bengals. The Browns lay six and a half points. You heard me correctly. The Browns lay six and a half points. Line movement total was 43 and a half all week. Now sits at 44 and a half at FanDuel. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart ready to rock as always. What's up, Cam? Yeah, getting ready, Gabe. We got early basketball, too. That game goes off at 7 with the football game. The NBA has figured it out. Let's get things early there. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game. I like the, the series to go to 7, so I'm going back to Boston, even though I don't like looking at a minus beside their name. You talked about it. This thing is razor thin. Could be going down to the last possession, but if I expect a long series, I'm going to go with the Celtics. As for this football game tonight, really want to take the Bengals in this spot here. I hope uh, you know. I, I hope they come through because I'm definitely not laying 6.5 with the Cleveland Browns. I could tell you that golf has been wild today justin thomas went out early uh this course has got no wind so he did a great job and uh he's five under par right now guys lurking uh yeah the raging redhead uh cab stewart uh cab yeah i think you've been um been uh on radio and tv long enough uh, to know you don't give the pick for the game that you know that we're breaking down 10 seconds into the show <laughs> It's kind of a it's kind of a lead up into it. You know what I'm saying? So as we break yeah, it down, it. we get to the picks. Anything else? We want to give the rest of the picks right now. What do you got in baseball tonight? Nothing really. I'm gonna probably lay off the baseball card tonight. Not really enthused. Uh, Why don't you give your Matt Wolf. Now? Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait on the hockey pick. I think, and uh, if Matt Wolf can get so to five under, I'll win seven hundred right? bucks. Yeah, I'm quite aware. I'm quite aware. Yeah, I got it. Anything else like bets? You're going to give all, all the props right now? No, no, no. We can break it down later. That's fine. No, I was just saying, you know, it's this game's going off at 7 o'clock. It's 6.04. It's not like it's 8 o'clock. So, yeah, maybe a little bit early. But, you know, it should be a great basketball game tonight. That's all I'm saying. Should be tight. All right. Uh, um, yeah, we're not we're not playing around uh, this evening. Um, so, we are, we're here for the next uh, three hours. And uh, we've got NFL football in a couple hours. The NBA games in an hour. Uh, we got Major League Baseball uh, coming up. We'll run through the props, take a look at uh, the lines uh, as uh, well. 
Cam talks about the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics uh, laying points uh, in this game. And you, know, you can go back to the well with the Boston Celtics if you want. I'm not getting in front of a team um, that, you know, the, listen, the Miami Heat getting points. You know, the Heat have lost one game in the entire playoffs, Ken. And they've lost once. And, you know, that was, that was when they were up three games to none on the Milwaukee Bucks. I, you know, I'm going to keep on taking the points uh, with, with the Miami Heat until, uh, until otherwise. You know, Boston, you look at Boston. Boston took care of business against Philadelphia. Um, Boston uh, went the distance with Toronto. Toronto didn't play well, still nearly won uh, the series. I think Miami are the better team, Ken. Yeah, it's tight. As I said before, I find this series to be razor thin. The one thing Miami has, as you mentioned on the other show yesterday, guys like Bam and Jimmy Butler, they're a little bit tougher than Boston. I think Boston has some scoring. I expect Kemba Walker to be better. But when it comes to physicality and a little bit more of a mental edge and toughness, I give the edge to the Miami Heat there. So Celtics are favored by two and a half. The total is uh, 208 uh, and a half. As we mentioned, it's six and a half and 44 and a half for the football game. Shout out to our uh, radio affiliates. I am Renzi. We're kicking over the Reggie Redhead Cad store. Bunch of games uh, coming up. We'll have a bunch of picks uh, for you. And, of course, a bunch of props uh, as well. The NBA game is up at 7.05 uh, Eastern. NHL uh, tonight, the Islanders and the Lightning. Um, I love to see the ratings uh, for this game uh, this evening. And then, of course, the National uh, Football League uh, game uh, tonight. So, and you'll see the power of the NFL this evening. And, you know, I love the NBA. I'm more of, you know, I sort of go back and forth between all these leagues. I love them all. But um, you'll see the power of football and the National Football League tonight in which you've got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns playing. And I bet you they have higher ratings than the NBA and the NHL game combined uh, tonight. If you take the ratings of an NBA playoff game, and a pretty good one, too. A pretty good one. An NBA playoff game, an NHL playoff game, and pretty much, like, the worst possible matchup that you could come up with. Like, short of, like, I don't know, like, Jacksonville and Cleveland? Like, you yeah, really that. couldn't get a worse matchup <laughs> than Cincinnati and Cleveland. I'm curious. I'm interested to see the uh, the TV ratings. We'll check in on this uh, tomorrow. Uh, but it'll be the yeah. power. The power of football wins out all the time. It's like we talk about you end up betting more money on football games. You know, exactly. it's, it's Cincinnati and Cleveland tonight, but we'll end up with more money. We'll end up with more money on, on the football game than we will an NBA playoff game or an NHL playoff game. And it's only week two of the National Football League of the of a Cincinnati Bengal and a uh, Cleveland Brown game. So, you know, I listen, I can live with you laying points with the Boston Celtics a hell of a lot uh, more than laying points. Uh, with the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Brown uh, football team, like listen, not only are they just terrible, uh, but they're also uh, they're also very injured uh, as well. Uh, defensively, they they're missing a ton of dudes: Mac Wilson, Greedy Williams, Kevin Johnson, Jacob Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a lot of uh, defensive production, specifically in the secondary. If you saw last week uh, with the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson tore them apart throwing the football. 
Uh, expect Joe mm-hmm. Burrow to have a big night over the middle of the field of the shaving. We'll break it all down and more. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Game time decisions continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Cam Surly uh, Stewart, uh, tracking the U.S. Open uh, right now. We're ready to uh, to break it all down. We got football. We got basketball. Uh, we've got uh, hockey. Cats out of the bag. Cam's on the Celtics. Um, are you on the New York Islanders tonight too? <laughs> I'll it's save that one. one. Can't let two it. cats out of the bag. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, actually, you know what? Uh, you know, yesterday you were so good too. Uh, yesterday on the show, you even dropped. I'm going to save a long shot for tonight. See uh, that you were on top of your game uh, tonight. You yes. just come out firing. But I appreciate the enthusiasm. Actually, you're yeah, ready exactly. to go. You're excited for the basketball game. Good stuff. I got to be honest, these seven o'clock starts, like they're kind of, they're kind of interesting, right? Because what have we seen in the hub? We've seen the 630 uh, Eastern, 330 uh, Pacific starts, and now the seven. But the NBA knows who butters their bread, right? So the football game will kick off 820, 830. That'll be right there. And they'll have some action already there. And they, they, these guys have a method to their madness. The NHL just won't change anything. Eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock. But uh, should be a great basketball game tonight. I've really enjoyed it. I'm with you. I don't really like like either team, but I, I do respect Miami more. I just think if it's going to be a seven-game series, Gabe, and we talked about it, kind of practice what we preach, I expect Boston, a couple other scores like Kemba Walker to do more tonight, but it should be a very, very good game. I understand why people would take the two-and-a-half points with Miami. It's razor thin, the difference between these teams. You know, it's interesting with Boston, actually, in which they're not really a dislikable team. For the most part, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. Kemba Walker, it's hard to dis. How are you gonna dislike Kemba Walker? I like. I got no beef with Kemba yeah. Walker. Uh, I got no beef with Jalen Brown. Even though things got pretty spirited and heated between the Raptors and the Celtics, Jalen Brown was pretty cool. Like when Nick Nurse started telling everyone to f off, like Brown said after it, everyone, let's just chill out here, right? Like <laughs> he said, so they yeah. were playing good It's good series. Let's, let's not get stupid here on the way out. Brown was cool. Marcus Smart's a hothead, but whatever. So am I. So I can't call him out. Uh, but it's like the uh, the band Sloan. It's not the band I hate. It's their fans. 
And I actually don't hate Sloan fans, uh, but there's a rock band called Sloan, and they have a line in a song. It's not the band I hate, it's their fans. It's Celtic it's fans that are annoying. It's not the players, yeah. it's the fans. They, they just are. Yeah. And Miami fans really aren't annoying because there are no Miami fans. None. There are, who Miami goes to Heat fans? games? Like, seriously. Nobody's a Heat fan. They yeah, pretended they were Heat fans for a couple <laughs> yeah. of years when LeBron was exactly. there. Exactly. They don't care about anything in Miami. You know what I mean? Like, uh, besides shooting. Except for people. having sex. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, they sex don't. industry, yes. <laughs> Strong. Uh, I'm just saying, like, like, none of their sports teams are really popular. You know what I mean? No. Like the, even, remember when, even when the Miami Heat had the big three, they didn't even sell out like the final. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. They had they had the big three and used to show, hey, the American Airlines Arena's empty. Like you'd see like Pitbull and like one other guy that, hey everybody, I'm at the game. Or somebody it's like, what are you guys doing? You have the big three here and you're not even filling the stadium. No, it's weird, man. I, they I, do I have totally. a good tradition. You know, we're being a little harsh. They have fans, you know what I mean? But they're they're kind Some, of like, yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're, you know, they were a trendy team when LeBron uh, was there. But, you know, Miami, you know, Miami battle hard. I've got no beef uh, with, with either team. It is good basketball, though. Extremely, like, mm-hmm. man, like the way these two teams went back and forth at the end of that uh, game uh, was uh, was super cool. But as I stated earlier, look, the Miami Heat have lost once again. Like, let's just break that yeah. down. All right, as far as no, like, in the playoffs, they, they, swept, um, they swept the Pacers. They beat the Bucks in five. You know, say what you will, that's pretty impressive. Even though Giannis didn't play, et cetera, in the last two games he got hurt and whatever. He missed last game. They still, that's so that's um that's eight and one, now nine and one. So look, they're nine and one. Uh getting points. You got a nine and one team, a red hot nine and one team, getting points against the Boston mm-hmm. Celtic team, who's uh eight and four uh in the playoffs. Yep. A little bit different. You know, they've they've had their battles. So, you know, I'm going to go back to the well. It's almost too obvious. It's almost too obvious um, that um, that Boston wins, the old zigzag. But there's no home court and stuff like that. Listen, it's a toss-up. It's a tough one. Uh, we'll move on to the football uh, here in, in a minute or two. The total's 208 and a half uh, here, Ken. And, you know, the, the, the first game got there barely, but it did. I'm not ready to bet the under here either, man. Like, there's a lot of fouls with these teams and stuff. Two eight and a half. I think, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm leaning with the over here. Miami Heat and the over. Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, these totals are very difficult, and it's weird to see low totals at two eight and a half. But games have grinded. The other game did, did go to overtime, so you know that's something. I guess when you have two evenly matched teams, there's a possibility. But I have no, I have no opinion either way. Over under two oh eight. It could be a defensive game. If they hit their shots, it could go over. It could be a real slugfest. Uh, the books are setting low numbers, man. You've seen it, Gabe. These first halves, they score a little bit. Things kind of grind down in the second half. So. Yeah, it should be pretty tight. A, a very tight game, actually. Two oh eight. I would lean over, but I'm not going to bet it because I just don't trust them to get to that number. I've got a couple of props uh, here in this uh, basketball game. If you guys remember, a couple of days ago, I gave you Gordon Dragic over eighteen and a half points uh, scored. He ended up with twenty seven uh, points. I thought they would bump it to uh, to twenty, Cam twenty and a half uh, to be exact. I thought they'd bump it two points up to twenty and a half. It's 19 and a half plus 102 to the over. Dude, the guy's a 20 point plus a game guy. And I, one thing about Drogic, he's been incredibly consistent through the playoffs. Like, he, he's he really very smart. 
It's cost- he's just a oh, very, very intelligent player. When you watch if him the play, open three is like, there. He'll take it. Or yeah, he yeah, or he'll penetrate. He'll take it to the rack and get to the free throw line. Exactly. And another thing that he does, he'll take it to the rack, and right when people think he's going to hit a little floater, he'll dish it off for easy baskets. He's a very cerebral guy, an underrated player, and when his shot is cooking. Uh, yeah, he's he's lights out. That's the thing about Miami that's kind of scary. Like, you think about Boston and their shooters, but, you know, Robinson can hit threes. Dragic, Dragic can hit threes. They have a lot of interesting players on their team, and, and they have a grit with Bam and uh, Jimmy, as we talked about, too. A very, very complete basketball team. I love the way Dragic plays, Gabe. Uh, yeah, he's a smart guy. Like, uh, he should probably get that number. You know, when I say he's actually a 24-to-game guy, he was – against uh, against the Pacers. Against the Pacers, 24 points, 20 points, 24 points, 23 points. So he went over 19 and a half in every game against the Pacers. Against uh, against the Bucks in the five games, he, you know, he scored 23 in the first game. Uh, excuse me, 27 in the first game, 23 in the second game, and then 15, 17, 17. And he played minutes, too. Uh, he did play minutes. And then uh, the Boston game, he goes off. I said 27, excuse me, 29. Uh, he ended up scoring 29. So still 19 and a half. He's been very aggressive right now. They sort of count on him. Like you said, though, Miami have a bunch of dudes that can hit shots. They're all pretty good shooters. Uh, Jay Crowder, you know, stepped up with a massive shot. But the thing is, they count. He is kind of the score. You know, Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. like they count. Like, Dragic has a green light. You know what I mean? Like, they, they want him to shoot. They know He knows he needs to put up 20-plus if they're going to win. And another guy... I've been missing on this, Ken. We've been sleeping on this. The kid, you know, we're watching this kid really turn into a star here right now. And I'm talking about Jason Tatum. Like, yeah. every game, I'm like, man, that prop's a little high. And then at the end of the night, I'm watching. I'm like, man, he's already got 29. I'm like, man, yeah. the kid's good. He scores. Uh, look, like, uh, 29, 29, and 30 in his last uh, three games, Ken. And um, it's 25 and a half. It's manageable, bro. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll go over yeah. the numbers, so... Give me the Miami Heat in the game, plus the two and a half. Give me the um, give me the over 208 and a half. Give me Goran Dragic over 19 and a half and Jason Tatum over 25 and a half. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. Like, I got this line in. It's unbelievable. Like, I'm just looking at the line on FanDuel. Like, it's up to three. Like, that's the thing. It's getting dangerous. Like, I think Boston ooh, on the money line. Ooh, it's up to this three. Spread, huh? I would just take, I wouldn't even screw, like, you could screw around with the money line and split it up. But man, that's oh, that's interesting. Nice. Yeah. Oh, they just yeah, moved three. a half a point. People disrespect me that much. They just faded. They do. They said I like They're like, screw you, Marenzi. They're like, two oh eight and a half. Two oh eight. Shut up. Half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> screw you. Unders the play. Well, thanks, guys. Keep keep betting against me. Give me three and a half. Give me four. Give me two oh four. Yeah, I, I think they're going to put the brakes on at three. That's a dangerous number. It can't Ooh. go to three and a half or four. Give me the That's three. Dumb. I like it even more. Give me the three. <laughs> 300 on three. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you, because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. 
And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Marenzi. Uh, we're on the clock. We've got NBA basketball, NFL uh, football, NHL uh, hockey. We've talked about this Miami Heat and uh, Boston uh, Celtic game. So, yeah, I'm just going to continue to ride uh, the hot hand here with the Miami Heat, a 9-1 basketball team in the postseason, getting now three points. It's actually uh, just uh, moved in the last uh, couple of minutes at FanDuel. The totals come down to 208.5 uh, right now as well. So, um, it's hard, like I said, man, we're getting points with a red-hot Miami Heat team. And this game, Boston can win this game, and we can still cover like, these games are that close that, like, three points is actually something. It's not like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, Boston can win by one. They can win by two. Um, I uh, Give me give me the underdog. Give me Gorn Dragic over the 19 and a half. Give me Jason Tatum over the 25 and a half. And, um, yeah, I don't love the total, but I do think it gets over the number at uh, 208 and a half. But I like the props. Uh, I like the prop plays uh, there a lot. Gorn Dragic. Over 19 and a half, Jason Tatum over 25 and a half. So let's get into the NFL football game a little bit uh, right now and uh, take a look at some of those uh, props, the numbers, and everything else uh, in between. Um, there's been live movement in the NFL game as well. The total is going up, uh, Cam, 44 and a half. And I know people that have been on the show over the last couple of days have brought up the under of this football game. I- I'm not in love with the under here. I'm not in love with the under, but I wanted to uh, to share something. And oh, it sits at six right now. Came down to six. Yeah. So with a lot of moves here, we're down down to six. We lose that uh, half point with the Cincinnati Bengals. We've talked a lot about prime time teasers and uh, playing four sides, and um, it's actually twelve and four on the season. Just for the record, it would be four prime time games, four teasers per game. 16 teasers you would have won 12 of them so far 12 and 4 the problem with this theory tonight is you have to believe you have to buy in that the cleveland browns are going to manage to win the game outright uh tonight and i'm not so sure that they do but if they do i don't think they win by more than six to me this is a field goal football game on one one side or the other and i don't look at joe burrow as a rookie quarterback not that Joe Burrow is that good, and I'm in awe of that much of him. But the fact of the matter is, he's playing the Cleveland Browns, bro. You know, like, uh, like honestly, like uh, the Oklahoma Sooners that he beat. Like, he beat better teams in college than the Cleveland Browns. So, like, it's not like he's he's number one. He's not intimidated. Number two, there's no fans. So, number three, he's from the state. So, there's just like it's a very comfortable situation. He said he was in Cincinnati last week. Um, you know, it's not like he's going into uh, Seattle on Monday Night Football with a packed stadium cam here. You know what I'm saying? He's playing yeah. Cleveland Browns in an empty stadium, a Cleveland Brown team that are terrible, falling apart, have a million injuries on defense. And quite frankly, I already, I would rather have, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. 
You, Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield. <laughs> give me Joe Burrow. Like, honestly, Baker Mayfield can't play. Like, he's not good. And you're going to lay six points with this guy. I say good luck uh, with that. Um, I wish I could legally take your money, but I can't. So better fan duel. Um, <laughs> if, you like the, if you like the Browns, I wish I could take the action, uh, but I can't. But to me, man, like the Cincinnati Bengals could win this game outright, and I am going to have a piece of the money line at plus 205. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, I looked at, uh, always look at the four-team uh, middle teaser, and yeah, you're right. For the for that, the Browns have to basically win the game or lose by one on a seven-point uh, teaser. But here's the thing, uh, with the total, I agree. I, I, there's line movement to the over, and there could be mistakes in this game, too. Baker Mayfield's known to make mistakes. Uh, Cincinnati's not going to play a perfect game, too. They had a couple turnovers in that game against the Chargers. Um, so if you get Cincinnati to plus 13, over 37 and a half, yes. I think that's uh, well well worth being played, and I still think it would probably stay under the 51 and a half. So maybe not the four game, but just half of it with Cincinnati as the key team in the teaser. Because if you don't think Cincinnati can lose by uh, you know more than three, uh, you don't think they're going to lose by more than 13. You're exactly right, Kevin. I'll tell you something. There's often a tendency in football to believe, and we've seen this before in the past with these sort of um, lower tier Thursday night team matchups. There's a tendency for people to believe that, no, oh, they're a bad team, so there's not going to be any points. But we've seen, you know, the Jacksonvilles and the Tennessee games over the years and some of, the, you know, the, some of these bad Thursday night games end up, end up turning uh, into shootouts. And as you stated, mistakes can be made, although Joe Burrow doesn't make many mistakes, but mistakes can be made, not to mention the Browns' defense is pretty banged up. Like, they really are. I mean, they got carved up last week throwing the football. Lamar Jackson... Yeah, you know, Lamar Jackson isn't Kurt Warner throwing a football, but the dude carved them up. Um, there were wide dudes were wide open. I know I played Marquise Brown in a, a DFS lineup as a sleeper, and man, he lit it up 105 yards uh, or so. The last five times these two teams have played, it's four zero and one to the over. But what does that mean? Joe Burrow's a new quarterback. These are Andy Dalton numbers, uh, Cam. But yeah. is the offense any worse with Joe Burrow than with Andy Dalton? I don't think so. You Not noticed really. last week, actually, with the Bengals, it's a big thing with the Bengals. Big difference when you're not turning the ball over like Dalton did all the time. Andy Dalton was okay, but he would turn the ball over two, three times a game and put the Bengals in a bad spot. We saw even a lesser talented Bengals team hang around and be within a missed field goal of sending this game to overtime due to the lack of turnovers and just you know being a lot smarter. And another thing is here, too, uh, guys, is Cincinnati the last ten times they played? They're eight and two against the spread against the Cleveland Browns. But I guess everybody could say that against the Cleveland Browns. Here's the thing, too. Let's look at the game last week. And I mentioned this before. If you're listening to Game Time Decisions and In Game Live before, Joe Mixon hadn't had cl close to a fumble in 600 attempts. He's one of the best secure guys uh, getting the ball. He's got really strong hands. And it was a crazy situation where he just got popped in a weird way and the ball came out. Then we talked about it. Joe Burrow, he made like a, a shovel pass that got picked. Like Cincinnati had mistakes in that game and you're right but Andy Dalton used to throw like more more picks they had some freak fumbles and crazy stuff that usually doesn't happen and an offensive pass interference call it still came down to a kick at the end of the game the kicker missed a chip shot stuff that I hit in, in high school it was a 34 yard attempt you got to hit that kick so Cincinnati lost by three points still pushed on the spread and could have won that damn game with mistakes 
with mistakes because their defense actually showed up and played pretty well. They shut down Tyrod Taylor in the offense. Keenan Allen did nothing in that game. Eckler did nothing. It's actually funny, Morency, the, the running back that did more damage was Joshua Kelly, the kid from UCLA who we watched many times play college football. He had a very good game for the Chargers. But I will say this, Cincinnati, if they don't do those stupid things tonight, I kind of agree. I think uh, outrights the play, and I'll definitely take the generous points at six. We talk about injuries. Uh, Mac Wilson, Greedy Williams, Kevin Johnson, Jacob Phillips. That's four defensive starters, Kevin. Yeah, Greedy Williams is good, too. Those are important players. (laughs) Last week, like I said, Lamar Jackson really had a lot of success, specifically over the middle uh, of the field. Slants, middle of the field. Um, You look at Joe Burrow, I think he's going to be pretty comfortable. Last week, guys, we hit a Joe Burrow uh, prop, uh, or it was an A.J. Green prop, I should say. I didn't have any specific Joe Burrow props, but I had an A.J. Green prop because knowing – Joe Burrow wants to get A.J. Green, like, you know, he wants to, to, yeah. to be his guy, right? He's got this talented guy, and he wants to get on his good side. So they were really throwing him the ball, Cam. I was watching a game, and I had the over three and a half. He quickly got to three in the first half. It was fast. Like, A.J. Green um, uh, you know, gets targeted a lot now with Burrow. And then I noticed in the second half, it was almost dangerous. Burrow forced it into him a couple of times in the end zone. And you know AJ Green, AJ Green likes that though, Cam, right? You got a yeah. rookie quarterback, kids like trying to be, you know, get on AJ's good side, feed him the ball. So the sports books adjusted. FanDuel made it four and a half tonight, but it's plus money. It's plus money. And I'll tell you what, that Charger defense is a hell of a lot better than this Browns defense. Like, and another thing is, too, I'm tired of hearing about how the Browns' defense is so good because of all the players that they have. Dude, they're like the whatever, man. The Edmonton Oilers drafted a million top ten picks, too. They're not good. doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, some teams, it doesn't matter. I don't care on paper how many draft picks you guys have. Yeah, you can tell me the Cleveland Brown defense is good. I'll just show you they're not. They give up 28, 30 points routinely. Now, listen, Baker Mayfield puts them in tough spots sometimes. But mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing about this Browns defense. Oh, the Browns defense. Well, dude, yeah, whatever. And even Miles Garrett. Oh, he's one of the best players. Like, I've read a lot of game pre. Miles Garrett's one of the best players in the league and stuff. How do we know that? Like, you know what I mean? The kid's made a couple of plays. Yeah. He hit somebody in the he face. He hasn't played enough. Once. Yeah, like, yeah, what has he, he hasn't, yeah. yeah. Like, you have to look at somebody. A big, a big game. I remember Clowney, yeah. like I remember Clowney smashing Michigan behind the line of scrimmage. You know what I mean? So sort of like, oh, I remember that play. Like, you know, like there's plays that you make, and what's his famous play? I don't know. You hit someone in the face with a helmet. Cool, good for you. Like, yeah, you're a good player. You're athletic. You're you're an athletic freak. But so is Odell Beckham, right? So you you go down the list. So is Chubb. So is Kareem Hunt. They're the Cleveland Browns, bro. Like they, it'll be a challenge for them to win, let alone cover six points, in my opinion, Ken. Yeah, out of all those guys, I agree. Chubb's a good player, but you're absolutely right about uh, all the other guys that you talked about. I think a lot of them are overrated, and that's the thing, right? Miles Garrett, yes, he's made good plays. He's a very fast player. He makes tackles. He also makes bonehead plays. That's the thing about Cleveland. You got one guy out, right? You got Stooge, and then Stepnoski comes in here, and they they look like the same Cleveland Browns. Like He's a, a Stooge, team. too, bro. 
Yeah, it's just I have. I, I, they're a hard team to trust, and uh, yeah, and you said it. Not just injuries this week, dissension on the team. There's a lot of guys that really don't jive. They have bad team chemistry. So I think the Bengals actually look pretty good in, in the first week, and uh, yeah, they should be hanging around all day if not win outright. All right, Ken, we got a lot of stuff going on, buddy, but uh, don't think I don't have some strikeout props tonight. I got four of them. That's, four that's your thing, props. buddy. That's your thing. Okay, I didn't forget, <laughs> even though there's football. Yep. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In-game live coming up uh, following uh, game time uh, decisions, and me and Cam will be tracking tracking it all. Uh, In-game live tonight will be uh, hopping. We've got NHL playoff hockey and elimination game. Once again, can the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, lock down their spot in the Stanley Cup uh, finals? Uh, NBA basketball, we're about 20, 25 minutes away from uh, tip-off, and uh, we're, we're less than two hours away from kickoff uh, this evening. The Cleveland Browns uh, laying six right now. Total is uh, 44 and a half. We're talking about Joe Burrow and some of these uh, props. I was just talking about A.J. Green. And um, so, like I said, last week we cashed a ticket with uh, with A.J. Green. And, um, you know, so Joe Joe Burrow is very comfortable. And it's not like they're they're shy with him throwing the football. Uh, Cam. They're going to want to run the football. And speaking of which, actually, and we were talking about how Cleveland are talented. I do think tonight uh, that Chubb has a big night tonight, Ken. I think I Chubb uh, does, like, I think Chubb. Chubb's the guy. Dude, he only got the ball 10 times last week, and he still got to 60 Not, yards, okay? That's ridiculous. That just tells you that tells you all you need to know. Nick Chubb is an absolute stud. He should be touching the ball 20 times. Like, you give that guy the ball 10 times, are you dumb? Like, me and you coordinating that team drunk. He can't get 10 carries, Gabe. That's stupid. Well, the problem the problem was, uh, Cam. They were behind. Uh, the, yeah, the problem was they got punched in the mouth early. Uh, you know, they were playing the mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens. They lost 38-6, so they couldn't really run the football. And listen, Kareem Hunt had some production, too. Uh, but I think Chubb, I think Chubb's over rushing yard props, and we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But talking about A.J. Green uh, last week, so I watched that football game. I watched every play of the game. And um, AJ Green, like I said, he was um, he was targeted quite a bit. I'm trying to load up his exact targets uh, here right now. All right, I hit the prop over three and a half. It's up to four and a half right now, so he's got to get to five cam. But I think he does this evening against the Browns team. I think this game's a little bit higher scoring and a um, little higher scoring than people think it's going to be too, Cam. I think the line movement was right. I don't think this was so much the public. I don't like saying it's sharp because I hate that square sharp crap. Uh, but I do think that um, I do think that the money is correct. I uh, hear coming in on this. 
Yeah. Um, as you said, Cleveland has a lot of injuries defensively, and there are to key players. Cincinnati, on the other hand, the defense played well, but it was also Tyrod Taylor and the Chargers on the road that had a pretty pedestrian offense to start things off. I agree. Joe Burrow ran for a touch in, in that game. In his first game, he's even going to get more confident. I, I, I kind of agree. Like 43 and a half seem a little bit low. I'm not sure on the teaser if it's going to get the 51 and a half, but I can see this game being like 24 20. Uh, 27, 23, that type of game. I think it's going to be very close. Like, I, I, if you are to tease Cincinnati to the over, I think it gets there, and I think it uh, just stays under as well. Uh, nine targets, uh, to be exact. Yeah, he, uh, he went not, to him a lot. Not, mm-hmm. not, he was targeted nine times. He ended up with five catches. So tonight is four and a half, uh, the prop uh, this evening. Let me run through somebody's uh, props uh, tonight. And I'll tell you what, I've become a big fan of the touchdown score prop, and you know, yeah, I was, I was thinking. I was I was talking about this on Sports Race late night last night, actually, too, Cam. That it's almost like a necessity that if you like a touchdown score, that you take them to score multiple touchdowns. It's almost one of these deals, like the theory, Cam, of if you're betting on an underdog, you better bet on an underdog you think has a chance of winning the game. Well, if you're betting mm-hmm. a guy to score a touchdown, then you better be betting on a guy that has a chance to score a couple of touchdowns. Like, if he can't, you know what? It's like, oh, I don't know if he can score two, but maybe one. Then that's not a good bet then. And I'm not saying that definitively, but a good example is I like Slayton the other night, plus 250. I talked about how him and Daniel Jones, like, that's his guy. So even though you have all these other bigger names on the team, Daniel Jones throws to Slayton in the end zone, and he did twice. And, man, yep. it is a big payday. Plus 250 for one touchdown. So imagine for two. Uh, Zeke Elliott. I bet the Zeke Elliott probably is going to score a touchdown in the game. I knew he was going to score two as well. I just knew it. Mm-hmm. Before, I was like, man, I know he's going to score two. And I didn't take it. So, it's a distinct possibility that, you know, if, if a guy's going to score one touchdown, he can score two touchdowns. As far as the touchdown prop tonight, Joe Mixon's plus 115 to score a touchdown at any time tonight. Nick Chubb is minus 130. Um, AJ Green is plus 190. And, you know, I, that's something I'm going to look at here. AJ Green plus 190. He's, he's going to score a touchdown. He's going to catch a touchdown. He's looking good, Cam. He's healthy, right? So he's looking good. I agree. He's going to throw it to him. He's, it's not like he's not going to get a touchdown pass. Like if like Burrow's going to throw a touchdown pass, it's going to be to, uh, I think, to, uh, to AJ Green. I'd like to get more than plus 190, but they know that it's he's there for a, a reason. Possibility yeah, of course to score a touchdown. <laughs> Give me AJ you Green see, score a touchdown, yeah. Cam, plus 190. I actually like Mixon yeah, I, score a touchdown, plus 115 as well. So do I. I like three I like three down scores in the game. As you mentioned, Chubb is going to be the main factor for Cleveland tonight. Uh, sure, they're, they're going to have to throw around the ball, but if they get close, I think Chubb's going to be the guy that you can rely on to get the touchdown at minus 130. I agree with you. I also like Mixon's over rushing and receiving. It's uh, like 84 and a half, I think it is. I, I think Mixon's going to have a, a decent game too. Um, he, he'll be a big part of the offense, and I agree. A.J. Green will be the number one uh, red zone target for these guys. They'll throw a few times to Tyler Boyd. That's more in between the 20s, but A.J. Green has that long, big body type, and you saw Burrow tried to go to him a lot in the end zone that game, so I think he will get a touchdown. The books obviously know something. We're not getting plus 250 here. It's plus 190. They understand that could happen very much. Like that's You're not going to get a better number. Just take it. 
Um, the the rushing yard props are are a little high. So I do like Nick Chubb. I think that Nick Chubb has a good game uh, tonight. Uh, but with that being stated, it's 78 and a half. Now, yeah. 78 and a half rushing yards. If, if, it's a big if, if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, it'd be like, all right, you know he's going to get the touches. But there's mm-hmm. no guarantee, right, that, you know, he's going to get the, the bell cow amount of touches. So it's a, it's, it's a sharp number. He's going to be right around uh, that number. So if, if you like Chubb, 78 and a half rushing yards. Joe Mixon is 67 and a half rushing I yards. I like it. It's coming down. It was 71 and a half earlier in the day. So it's coming down right now, 67 and a half. I would go over the 67 and a half with Joe Mixon. They have Joe Burrow, but they don't want to throw the football 45 times a game. Right? They also pay Joe Mixon $12 million a year, guys. So they're going to use him. And I think they use him tonight. Like I said, there's Cleveland are vulnerable to throw the football against, but still, you still have a rookie quarterback on the road, his first start, even though there's no fans. The 67.5 is a fair number, I think, here for Mixon, Cam. I'll pull the trigger. The, the Chubb at 78.5, I'd like to do it. And for you DFS players, Chubb is a must-play tonight. But, yeah, I guess he's getting – would you rather – I'd almost rather bet that he scores a touchdown at minus 130. Um, than 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 the rushing yes. yards over seventy eight and a half. I agree with that, and I also think with uh, with Joe Mixon, I think I, I want to do a couple things with his like take his receiving yards over. But I also think Joe Mixon's great. One of the things he does well is catch balls out of the backfield. Rushing and receiving yards eighty five and a half. I like the over with Joe Mixon there. I think he's going to break one, and I think he's going to have a very good night. Um. So. You look at this football game uh, here, and um, you know these props are all shaded towards the Cleveland Browns. And there's not a lot of value with we talk about the Bengals side of things, just because there's not a ton of value uh, with the Brown uh, players. Like even minus one thirty with Chubb. I don't know. Like, is he going to score a touchdown? Is it a guarantee? You don't know. You know their play calling is very erratic. You don't really know who they're going to throw the ball to. Like Baker Mayfield's running for his life all the time. It's so I don't know. It's 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 tough to lay when I'm playing a touchdown prop. I like to get plus money, Ken. Yeah. Unless I know it's a slam dunk, like Zeke Elliott at minus one fifty or something forty five. Slam dunk. You, yeah, you know he's going to score. You know when it totals fifty two points or whatever. But there's no guarantee to Nick Chubb. There's nothing guaranteed about the Cleveland Browns. That's why I'm looking at the Bengals side of things uh, more. Joe Burrow threw for 193 yards last week. Twenty three of thirty six. So you've seen a 36 pass attempts, only 193 yards, kind of controlled. You know, they don't want him doing anything crazy uh, right now. Joe Burrow, though, last week, and this is something that actually, the number, whatever, it is what it is for a reason, but he rushed last week eight times, Cam, for 46 yards. Yes, and he did. Anyone that watches college football that actually you know knows, he was great on his feet last year, guys. He's fast, athletic. he's athletic. And the thing with Joe Burrow is it's his smartness, Ken. He knows, like, he's really smart at taking off. Like, mm-hmm. he'll see, all right, this isn't going to work. I'm going to take off now. And he doesn't, like, just run, like, in a panic. Like, he has a vision of what oh, he has a purpose. this is, this is mm-hmm. why I'm running. Exactly. And, you know, that's why, that's why he was in a more draft pick, because of his football IQ. So he rushed camp eight times for 46 yards. One of them was what the 20, 29 yarder for the touchdown. Touchdown, yep. 
So still, that's still seven other carries for 17 yards. The the rushing prop, rushing prop was 25 and a half, uh, 25 and a half as of a couple of, uh, about an hour ago here. Let me just double check. Rush yards, rush yards, Joe Burrow. You should be able to get there at 25 and a half. I wonder I can't find it. They took it down. <laughs> here it is back up here it is here it is 25 and a half so it was 25 and a half it still is 25 and a half all right so you know what my problem was there's too many joes joe mixon joe burrow he was buried in all these joes a lot so, of joe uh, yeah, joe joe burrows uh joe burrow rushing yards over 25 and a half can i think he gets there i agree with that and i think also um, on that scamper, he felt confident. I think you got to do that type of stuff again, right? It almost seemed like he had opportunities to do it a few more times, but he wanted to be in the pocket and set something up. He will instinct instinctively run and find a hole, and I, I agree with you 100%. I think he could break one maybe for like 18, 20 yards there, and then he just has to get a few more. I think Joe Burrow will probably run for around high 30s, low 40s tonight. I think he'll have like 37, 38 to 42 yards rushing. I think he'll get there. Nick Chubb over uh, over under rush receiving yards cam is 87 and a half as you talked about. The thing with Nick Chubb is he doesn't really catch passes. Yeah, right? he's so a runner. You, you, uh -huh. you better hope that he pops one when he does. He had one catch last week. I was thinking about betting under two and a half receptions actually for Nick Chubb, but eh, two and a half, not a lot, not a lot of room. Joe Mixon rush receiving yards is 85 and a half uh, right now. Love so it. The I like that. Yeah, I like going like that, over yeah. there. Yeah, rushing and receiving, yes. Because he catches balls. That's what Joe, Joe... Against Cleveland, too, with their penetrating speed guys on the defensive end and the way they play, Gabe, I think Joe Mixon <laughs> can break a big one. That's the thing. He's very good out of the backfield catching balls. One catch, two yards last week. Yeah, that was against the Chargers, though. That's a whole... Di they have a totally different uh, line with Bosa and the rest of those killers. Against Cleveland, I think the game plan could be a little bit different. Um, so AJ Green was the guy. If you look at if you look at Joe Burrow's distribution, it was pretty even. Uh, AJ Green had five catches. Tyler Boyd had four. Bernard had four. CJ had four. So you know he does spread it around a little bit. AJ Green's the pick here tonight. Over four and a half receptions, man. And once again, dude, I'm gonna have like twelve props on this game. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like, one uh, game. White, white Snake, here I go again. Again. Here I go here again. I go again on my own. Yep, you got a lot Play of props. A million props. <laughs> you never right. know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> never know. In-game live uh, continues. I am uh, Marenzo. We're kicking it with the uh, raging redhead uh, Cam uh, Stewart. We're going to be with you for the next uh, couple of hours. We transition from game time decisions into in-game live. Talking about these props, but let's fire off a couple of baseball picks uh, here, Cam. And uh, and basketball, actually. We're, we're on the clock for everything uh, right now. We talked about the basketball props. Gordon Dragic over uh, 18 and a half, 19 and a half. It's floating back and forth. Gordon Dragic over points scored. 
Jason Tatum is 25 and a half. That's locked in at that 25 and a half. So uh, Dragic over points, Tatum over points, Miami Heat plus the points, and the over in the basketball game. And I play on some strikeout props here for you too, uh, Kev. Uh, Tanaka over four and a half. Mm. Uh, Brault over three and a half. Slow low for Brault. Uh, yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, get it done for me at over three and a half uh, here. Uh, Dakota Hudson. Uh, mm. Sounds like a celebrity's uh, kid's name. Dakota Hudson. Yeah, Card- three and a half. Cardinals over three and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going Tanaka over uh, four and a half. Uh, Brout over uh, three and a half. And uh, Hudson over three and a half. As well as uh, Aaron Nola over six and a half, Cam. Aaron Nola's been great. Aaron Nola over for strikeout props. Aaron Nola. So, Aaron Nola over six and a half. Tanaka over four and a half. Brout over, uh, over uh, three and a half. And uh, Hudson over three and a half. What do you got, Cam, for these games coming up? Yeah, I'm going to be hopefully a parlay playing pundit. We got uh, just slipped by with uh, Cincinnati the other night. Uh, the Yankees again. Uh, Merriweather's a spot starter for the Blue Jays. He's okay, but Tanaka and the Yankees are feeling it right now. They've won seven in a row. So at minus 220, we got a dance partner with uh, your boy Bieber. Uh, Justin, don't call me Shane Bieber. Uh, minus 280 or Shane, don't call me Justin. So Yankees and Cleveland parlayed. I like the Boston Celtics on the money line. That's all I'm doing right now. And then uh, the hockey game's a little bit later. We'll tackle that in the next hour. Yeah, you know, the Bieber prop for my money, Cam. You know, the problem was at eight and a half. It's like way high. It's like minus 150 mm-hmm. over eight and a half and nine strikeouts. That's a clean a ride you need. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 